Welcome to the WP Tonic WordPress and SaaS podcast. Jonathan Denwood and his co-host Stephen Souder interview the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning and online marketing to help WordPress professionals launch their own SaaS. Take it away, guys. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic podcast. Today, we got an amazing guest with us, uh, Nathan Kligman. Uh, he is the joint founder of Book Like a Boss. Um, so we're going to dive into Book Like a Boss, learn about what it is, um, how it can help, because ultimately, booking meetings is how you close sales. Um, Nathan, do you want to just quickly give us maybe a 30-second intro um, about yourself, um, and then we'll sure. dive in. Uh, Gabby, 30 seconds. So I was, uh, I've been an entrepreneur since birth, uh, got kicked out of every school I went to, worked for somebody once and got fired after five months, uh, started a few uh, companies in the high tech space, got a four, four patents in the um, video uh, space, I started a book like a boss about five years ago, and I live in Israel and I have nine children. Wow. Perfect. Uh, Jonathan, you want to introduce yourself to uh, the new listeners and viewers? Yes, hi there, folks. I'm the founder of WP Tonic. We help entrepreneurs and businesses and education establishments build e-learning um, through learning management systems and through membership sites. We help you make money from e-learning or educate for your internal purposes. Back over to you. Perfect. And I think I forgot to mention that this is episode 663. So for those that are counting, right. 600, it down. is 665, actually. 665. Wow. Is that wrong? Man, two more. My lucky number. <laughs> Doing podcasts like crazy. All right. So we're going to take a quick break and hear from our major sponsor, and we'll be right back. Hi there, folks. I just wanted to tell you about our major sponsor, and that's Castos. If you're looking to get into podcasting for yourself or for clients, you need a top quality podcasting platform. And that's what you get with Castos. It has a superb interface, really easy to use, and you're not penalized for success. They have a flat rate pricing structure. Don't matter how many podcasts you make, how many downloads you achieve, you just pray at one fixed rate with Castos. Plus there's support and just the quality of the people are just amazing. All right, coming back, uh, we just heard from Castus. They have some amazing deals going on right now. If you want to learn more about Castus, head to wptonic.com uh, backslash recommendations, and you can see all the recommendations that WP Tonic made and find some amazing deals on Castus. All right, uh, Nathan, uh, let's dive in here and learn just like what is the background story behind book like a boss you mentioned in your intro that you've done quite a few different businesses um but where did book like a boss come from how did you come up with that idea absolutely so what happened was is after one of my companies actually i, I started an apparel company after being in high tech for about 15 years and um i wanted to design uh clothing for special needs children and i said you know how hard is it to create a shirt and it was a lot harder than I thought it was. And, uh, you know, I put, it was a, it was a labor of love and I put, you know, two years of my life into it. And, uh, and it, due to man, manufacturing issues with China and, um, 
some other issues with some investors. I had to sadly close it. And I was so burnt out because that, you know, you guys know when you start a company, you put everything into it and your blood, you know, blood, life and tears. And um, so I decided, you know what, I said, I'm going to take a break from entrepreneurship, take a break from starting companies and I'm going to coach startups and I'm going to write a book and start a podcast. And so I did. And my uh, book did pretty well in its niche and podcast also. And I had people uh, were emailing me all the time saying, hey, can I take out for coffee? Can I buy you lunch? Or call me up, said, hey, you know, can I pick your brain? And I was just like, well, you know, I charge for my time. Oh, how much you charge? Oh, I charge $250 an hour. Oh, wow, $250 an hour. What, you know, well, what does that include? Can you tell me a little bit more? You know, when it was a free cup of coffee, they didn't need all the details. Now we're paying money for it. So, you know, let's hear a little bit more. And it was just, it was just a back and forth time waster. And um, you know, I said it would, it would be great if I just had when someone contacts me the first time and say, and they want to book me, I say, you know what, here's a link, go to it, see the different services I offer, right? See, see testimonials about me, read the frequently asked questions. So you have all your answers on the spot, learn more about me and then book me and pay for it all from one place. And that way, you know, um, that way I know that you're serious and you, you know, you can confirm your booking and I get paid. Um, but nothing like that existed. And so I tried building it in WordPress, funny enough. And uh, I wasn't a WordPress expert. And so I butchered it. And um, I tried to hire, I wanted to hire a, a WordPress expert. And he wanted like three three grand to do it. And I was just like, uh, forget it. You know, I needed something that worked fast and that was good for mobile. And that when something got updated, it wouldn't throw off everything else. And uh, so I was thinking about this problem, this pain point that I had. And then a couple of weeks later, a friend of mine whose sister is a masseuse, uh, she emailed him and said, listen, I'm not technical at all. I just, I'm just i just looking for like a one-page website where it could say, hey, these are the massages I offer. Here's my calendar. Let people book me and pay for it all from one page. Does such a thing exist? And so he, he emailed this because he knows I was into technology. And I said, wow, you know, that's when the bug hit me. And I said, you know what? If she as a masseuse has this issue and I as a business consultant has this issue with the gig economy and 50% of millennials, you know, having their side hustles, I bet there is a huge opportunity here to make it easy for people to sell services online. And uh, I pitched a good friend of mine, my co-founder, David, um, who's a phenomenal developer. And he loved the idea. And we set off to uh, build it, you know, towards the end of 2015. Nice. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, Jonathan, over to you. Yeah, it's kind of linked to the first question. You know, that's, you kind of describe the... um, the founding idea, but the reality is it's a quite a competitive area. You know, there's some big competitors, well-funded big competitors in the booking calendar. There's no lack of competitors. I don't know what the landscape was five years ago if the competitive landscape was a bit less and they've just all come in but it does seem first of all would you agree that it's quite competitive and how did you 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 know this ain't your first pony that you've ridden so you must have looked at that factor and you must have come to the conclusion that it wasn't going to deter you can you go through first of all would you agree with my fundamental question and secondly how did you look at it if you do agree with the first point Absolutely. It's a great question. Uh, so the online scheduling space was very crowded even back five years ago. You know, there was there was hundreds of them. You know, there were ones made specifically for WordPress. There was, of course, Calendly. There was, you know, Schedule Once. There was uh, 10 to 8. And there was, there's a whole bunch of them. 
But for us, the funny thing is we didn't set out to create an online scheduling platform. That wasn't what we were about. We were looking to be the Shopify of services, that if you sell a service, whether you're a barber or a therapist or a doctor or a lawyer, an accountant, a bookkeeper, uh, whatever it is, and you want an easy, a painter, plumber, technician, if you wanted an easy way to sell your service online, that was the market we were going after. The problem was because there was no real competitors in that space for what we were doing, it was hard to explain and teach the market. So when we first launched, it was suggested to us, uh, we launched an AppSumo, and it was suggested to us to come out as an online scheduling app with benefits. And um, so when we first came out, we did go to that space and because 90% of what we developed was scheduling. It was just you know, about another 10, 15% that was the secret sauce that made us different, especially in the early stages. Now, now we're way different. Um, and, and it is a challenge because whenever we, in the first 30 seconds, whenever I start talking about Book Like a Boss, someone will say, so you're like Calendly. And like, no, no, we're not like Calendly. And a matter of fact, if you go to notcalendly.com, you will see a landing page explaining exactly how we're not Calendly. And, uh, you know, over, you know, 30 differences between us and them. So the, the, the online scheduling space is crowded and you'd still see, even though it's crowded, you still see another three or four new companies coming up. Uh, SaaS companies coming up every year. Uh, AppSumo developed their own scheduling app to compete with Calendly, right? But that's really not where we're headed. That's not, we're not looking to be a scheduling app that, yes, we can do everything that these scheduling apps do, but we're really about creating unlimited customized landing pages for all your booking needs, right? It's not just a one-on-one meeting. You could run events through us. You could run memberships through us. You could run uh, classes through us. You can run uh, group bookings and masterminds and, uh, uh, you know, video uh, uh, webinars, et cetera, right? So, and it's all simple and easy to use. So we really are headed in a different direction than what that space really is. So, and, and it's fascinating. I was just, before this call, I was speaking, um, I was speaking to an accelerator uh, that was looking into us and, you know, I told them that the main um, the main thing the main thing that that you know people when they when they understand who we are and our customers and our customers love us and we're we have over fifty thousand users now that when we speak to them and we have like one on one meetings and they're just like blown away like oh my gosh I didn't know you could do this right we just signed a, um, a contract I just got it back um, today about an hour ago with a big university out of Florida that's using us to do campus tours. And they're like, we wouldn't know who to use if it wasn't for you guys. Because you can't run campus tours with everything that we offer uh, on something like Calendly. So there's a huge market and a huge opportunity. Um, now it's really about where we are as a company, and maybe we'll talk about that as well, uh, to really blow that out and get it out there. Yeah, just a quick follow-through question. As I could tell you, you were getting quite passionate about it not being compared to Calendly. I don't totally, I've got to be honest with you, I don't totally follow your logic, really, but um, but you're much more successful than me, and you strike me as a very logical person. So I'm it's that I'm not understanding, so it's down to me. Um, what I mean by that is, does it really matter that they think of that it's like Calgary? You know, that's a really big market, and if you add all these extra features, why was you getting so passionate that it's not compared to a hundred million plus, you know, a very large market. Does it really matter? You know why? Because I think it's like you said before, like when you asked the question, like when you were coming into this market, did you, you know, you saw the competition out there and you said, yeah, I want to get in here. That would have been crazy. 
you know, if I would have thought, if I would have said, "Hey, I want to build a new calendaring system," and that, and I went up against you know all these big, you know, well-funded companies that have been around for years even and had millions of users, that I would have been, you know, I would have been stupid to have done that, you know. And uh, so I, that was never our intention was was to build a competitor to any of these guys out there. Our intention was always to be a platform that makes it simple to sell services online, take payments, and the pages are optimized. Another big difference between us is that you get a Calendly page, and it's a boring little calendar. With us, you can see videos, you can see photos, you can have frequently asked questions, you have testimonials, you have everything that's needed in order to close the sale, so that the pages themselves act as closings for your business. Yeah, I think it, I, I yeah. think it's a superb product. I'll be honest to the to the tribe. That's what we call our listeners and viewers. Um, is I actually use your product for my own business, and I've upgraded it to the um, business level. Um, and I've been using your product for the past three years, um, and it's a key part. If you go to the, and I'm a, we're a very strong part of the WordPress community, and I still choose to use your product. Um, Thank you. Thank you so much. So, and he didn't pay me for that. I, I, I did. I'll be sending the invoice to you after the show. Right. Um, uh, um, over to Stephen. That, uh, that's really interesting um, hearing you explain the difference because, um, like, I've used Calendly, I've used Calendly before, and um, like HubSpot meetings before, and all that stuff. And like, it works great when you want to book a meeting and with a person that you already know that you have a relationship with and you have one thing that you're really offering and they have payment stuff, but like it can get weird because like there's not that many variables that you can add to it. But um, in reviewing your product and kind of looking into it um, before this meeting, um, I was really impressed with like the, the sophistication that you can apply to your service because there's this huge trend. I feel like to try to productize your service, right? Like how do you make your service more productized? Um, and it seems like book like a boss helps you kind of go down that avenue or that route on selling that service or product um, on the site. What when somebody's like thinking about all right, I have these services that I offer. I want to know how to get people to pay for them and book them. Like, how does somebody who hasn't like used any of these services before is using hasn't used book like a boss starts thinking through the strategy of how to roll that out? to their clients and start selling it through a platform like Book Like a Boss? Excellent question. So I, I assume you guys are on uh, LinkedIn? Yeah. Yeah. So the, one of the biggest problems with LinkedIn that I that I see is that you could go to somebody, you could see their profile, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Maybe you'd want to follow up. Maybe you'd want to hire the person, but there's no way to really do that. You don't see anything. Um, you, could, you don't see what services they offer. You don't see how much they cost. You don't really see... You know, maybe they'll take the relationship to the next level other than messaging them, right? So I get these messages all the time, you know, from LinkedIn. Hey, how are you? You know, want to, you know, you know, can I tell you a bit more about myself? And, I, you know, it would be so much easier if you just send me one link that says, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is what I offer. And then I can decide whether I want to book you or not. But at least now it's in, in, in my hands on my own time that I could see and learn more about you. Right. So definitely, you know, using the link uh, in, in your Twitter, you know, on your Twitter page and, and LinkedIn, social media, uh, your emails, right, wherever you want to spread the word. 
um, uh, about your services. In, in, I just wanted to interrupt. I just want to interrupt. Sure. Oh, which I sometimes it's your, do. it's your show. <laughs> well, they, it's obvious to me that LinkedIn needs to hire you as a consultant because you've got, better, you've got a much better idea what they should be doing than what they've got. <laughs> well, they started they started dabbling in these areas, and sometimes when you're a company that that's big, like someone asked me recently, "Am I worried about Calendly getting into getting into doing what we're doing?" And absolutely not. I mean, Calendly's huge. I mean, they're a multi-billion-dollar company valuation-wise and, and, and customer-wise, and I mean, they're doing extremely well. They are not looking to become a you know landing page company and to get into the service industry. They may add on different features, and and they do that from time to time. We've even seen them copy some of our features that we've had out before them. Um, and, and there's still obviously some that that they're missing that people love about us. But in going, they're not going to change their whole business model because some small company, you know, with fifty thousand users, is uh, you know starting to make a little bit of noise, right? So I'm not really too concerned about. Um, you know, the uh, competition out there and, you know, especially the big players. It's very hard for them to move. So like LinkedIn, yeah, they should. And um, I'll tell you guys a little secret between the three of us. Right? This, won't go in, this won't go anywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. It's about 5,000 people. So I had a meeting with, um, with uh, Michael Kaufman, who's the co-founder and CEO of Fiverr uh, a couple of years ago. He gave us an hour of his time. My, my co-founder and I, we met with him unbelievable guy. And he really loved what we were doing. And he gave me one bit of advice, which is, I don't know, you know, which is going to be the future, what we're going to try to do with this product and something I just touched on. He said, if you could bring business to your users, then you'll be, then you'll be gold. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's the whole idea of like having a marketplace and marketplaces we know are extremely difficult to create and you need to put in millions of dollars because, you know, if you don't have anybody coming to the website, nobody wants to be in there. Nobody wants to be in there if there's nobody coming to the website. Right. So what we did is strategically, we said, okay, let's first get a product that's awesome that people love and it can stand as itself. But the future of where we're going to be going with this product is that we're going to start to bring business to our users. Um, and how we're going to do that, we'll have to wait, you'll have to wait and see, but uh, that is going to be a, um, you know, a big part we're going to do, but that, that is the idea of like LinkedIn that, you know, it's, it's such a shame. There's so many times I may see a, a creative writer or, or a designer and say, you know, what, maybe I would use them, but you know, I want to see a little bit more about them. I want to maybe book a 15 minute call and to have to, everything today is about saving time and, and making things, you know, uh, uh, smoother and and, and 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 work better. And and you know, the, it's a waste of time to have to go back and forth with, with people and say and, and waiting for them to reply. And then, oh, so you want to book my calendar? And there's a whole discussion. I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter. There's a whole big blow up now with people. People get really offended when someone sends them a a uh, calendar link, right? <laughs> they do. It's like you have these guys. You have these VCs out there that are, that are saying, who are you to send me your calendar link? Right? You want to book with me? I'll send you my calendar link. Right? <laughs> you know what I think? I think they need to get their head up their ass. But it's true. It's, it's an ego thing. I'm like, if the guy, if there's no time, I'm, I'm like, if I, when I meet with somebody, of course, I say, hey, here's my here's my calendar link. Please let me know if any time's work. If not, please feel free to send me, you know, your calendar link or let me know when, when you're available. But why should I have to be... Why should I have to wait to take it to the level of booking time? You know, first to wait for you to send me your account. Let's save time and, and let's not be so uptight about it. You know, that that if someone sends you a calendar, you get insulted. Right? No. I'm just like, you know, this is what I'm available. You don't like it. It's not good for you. That's fine. So let me know. But it's not it's not meant to be a a uh, like I'm better than you. It's just that this is my availability based on the reality of life. 
Yeah, that that is a very strange um, idea because, like, you're by sending somebody a calendar link, you are increasing efficiency and it's practical. Like, if you just look at it from a very like logical, practical standpoint, it's like it makes sense, a hundred percent. There's nothing that doesn't make sense about it. Uh, right. But there is this weird thing in society that the person that sends you the link is somehow superior to the person that is receiving yeah, I, the link. Why? Why? I think, I, I here's, 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 here's how I've made sense of it in my mind. And I think where it goes is because if you look historically, traditionally, assistants are the ones that are responsible for booking time, right? And so now you've delegated the booking time job to the person that you're trying to get to use your link. And I think it has something to do with this mental like shift. It doesn't make sense from a logical standpoint because it's easier, it's better, it's simple, it's faster. But I think, Is it ego? Is it ego? Yes. I think it's 100% ego driven because historically it was assistants that were like assistants doing that. that. Yeah. Right. I think that's where yeah, it lies. Yeah, we need to go for our break. Oh, sorry. I was getting excited. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to go for a break. Uh, we will be right back. Hi there, folks. Are you looking to build modern shopping cart landing pages using the power of WooCommerce for yourself or for clients? And you want to do that quickly with little need to know about hand coding. Well, if the answer is yes, and it should be, I've got the perfect answer for you, and that's Launch Flows. Launch Flows is the most modern and easiest way of building modern landing shopping pages for your clients. It also works natively with Gutenberg and the leading page builders like Elementor or Divi. It's really flexible, really powerful. Are you a creative WordPress agency with a design focus? But are you looking for a great quality development partner, a technical development partner that really knows everything around WordPress and can help you with complicated build-outs? Well, I've got a fantastic solution and partner here, Hustlefish. Now, with Hustlefish, they've got many years' experience in helping des- design-focused agencies get superb results with very technical and complicated WordPress build-outs. If this sounds like the partner that you need, go over to hasslefish.com and book a free consultation. They'd be delighted to help you. All right, uh, coming back, I'm having a really great discussion uh, with Nathan uh, from Book Like a Boss. Um if you have time, head over to the WP Tonic website and sign up for the newsletter. You're going to get some great emails um, outlining some deals um, and everything that's going on with the WP Tonic. Um, all right. So jumping back in here, we've been talking about uh, calendars, booking meetings with people, uh, how Book Like a Boss can help do that. Um, one of the big questions that has been circling around in my head is the idea of charging, introducing friction to the sales flow. So if somebody's interested in purchasing my services, my product, if I just send them a link to book time that they can just book time whenever they want, they don't have to charge for it. 
I'll book a lot more meetings that way. And then maybe I can convert the person into a paying user. If I say no to book 30 minutes with me, it's $150 or whatever you want to charge for your time. Um, all of a sudden, I'm going to see a huge drop off in those bookings, I would assume. Uh, you've been you know, building this company and I'm sure you've seen a thousand, thousands and thousands of bookings go through. Like, what is your view on like putting that paywall? Is it worth it? Will you ultimately end up in a better place? What's, what's the perception around that? Excellent. Excellent question. And again, the purpose of Book Like a Boss is to help you close sales. And you're right. Some people get, get turned off. They say, hey, you know, you got to pay me to meet with me. But what I suggest and what we have, uh, we have what's called different types of booking pages. So one of our booking pages is called appointments. And that's your regular scheduling app. Mm-hmm. Right. And what I suggest to do is that you take one day of the week, maybe it's Mondays, and you open it up for 10 minute intro calls. And you'll, you'll open it up for, you know, maybe take five or six intro calls on a Sunday. And you use that to uh, to book people that could be possible clients of yours. Now, when they book, you could pre-qualify them with asking specific questions. You could make it required. You could ask, you know, uh, different details about them, you know, what their revenue is or, you know, what their goals are. Ask them whatever questions at the time of booking. So you already have a, a pretty good understanding for who they are. Now, one of the things that we allow you to do is to not allow the booking to go through until you confirm it. That is a, That was a big feature request from a lot of our users that we implemented a couple of years ago that... Uh, Calendly doesn't have and probably others don't also is that the booking doesn't go through until you confirm it. So you could confirm and, and just say, you know what, you know, I appreciate your, your time, but I, you know, I realize it's not going to work out for us or it's, it's not, you're not the right client or I couldn't be helpful to you, whatever those things are. So you could actually cut down through the system by getting those answers and offering the free 10 minute slot. Um, you could cut down on, on wasted people that, uh, that they feel is not a good fit for you. Right. But then at the same time, you'll then also have three, four, five, six people on a, on a Monday that could be good intro calls. And you could follow them up after the intro call and say, hey, you know, let, you know, this is a great call. Let's take this to the next level and then send them, you know, another link, which they could book and pay for your time. Right. Or sell them a book or, you know, or, or any other type of upsell. Right. So we do allow for those free bookings and then we which is a separate app in the in the page. And then we also allow you to sell services um, as well. Nice. That's smart. So you kind of let the user decide like, hey, do I want to do this free really quick call or do I want to just move straight to that purchasing and get like the in like I already know I know need this service. I know they're going to be helpful. I'm going to buy it, you know, an hour of Absolutely. time right up front. Absolutely. In that way. Yeah. I also think it's based on reputation because, you know, if you're dealing with somebody that's hugely experienced, spent a lot of time promoting themselves, building a very large online audience that's seen as a top notch consultant, they're going to have to ask you to pay some money up front because it's a, because they just don't, they've got a limit. The one thing that's really limited is their time. So they're going to get thousands of people approaching them. So it's going to be a way of filtering those that really want <coughs> to talk to that individual doesn't. So that's um, – I don't want to get on to the other question. You know, obviously, what have been some of the biggest surprises, things that you didn't anticipate in the journey of book like a boss over the five years? Um, so things I didn't anticipate. One, I, I definitely did not anticipate how long things take to develop, right? We decided to be a, a bootstrap company 
And probably if I knew then what I know now, <coughs> excuse me, I may have decided to um, to raise money earlier um, or, to, or to have gone a, a different route. Because, you know, as a visionary and as someone that has like real ideas of where I want the product to go, you know, I still feel even after five years, we're just getting started and there's so many more things that we want to do. Um, and so many things we have to do. But when you're limited in funds, you can only have X amount of developers and Apparently, you know, you can't just snap your fingers and, you know, <laughs> expect them to get things out. And so there have been things that I thought should only take a month that it ended up taking six months. Um, and, you know, it's just extremely, uh, it's extremely frustrating. Um, but that's, it's just the reality. I mean, it's not, you know, my, my team is awesome. They're great developers. But, you know, when you have a code, a code base the, the size of ours now, um, and when something happens, you know, we, we get immediate response, you know, from hundreds and hundreds of people, you know, in, in support, you know, because we have so many tens of thousands of people using you that that tends to happen. So we have to be very careful. Uh, things just take time and you have to make sure the code is clean and you have to make sure that there's no bugs and you have to, you know, test and test. And when you're a small team, uh, that makes it challenging. Mm -hmm. So uh, that was one thing I, I wasn't expecting, but maybe I would have done a little bit differently, but uh, is what it is. So um, I'm kind of, I'm really part of the WordPress community, but also involved myself with Rob Rowling, the, the joint founder of Drift, um, Drip, um, the email marketing before he sold it. And he runs this micro conference. Um, sure. I don't know if you're aware, Rob's a great guy and his wife are fantastic people. And they run Tiny Seed where they, they offer um visa finance to people that are also bootstrapping their company. So do you think that was I think you already said it that you might have been best to have looked at some outside investment, but not true VC investment, because then you got all the because they're using they're looking for unicorns, aren't they? And they put so much exactly. pressure on you. But you think you should have got some outside money earlier. Is that right? So so yes and no. Yes, about getting some outside money earlier, um, <clears throat> or at least more. Like you know, I was you know the first investment was two hundred grand, and then I think we raised uh, sixty grand from someone else, and then maybe one hundred fifty grand. And it was done in piecemeal because I, I kept trying to wait as long as possible before having to take money. We did a lot of lifetime deals, um, mm -hmm. you know, to that, that brought in you know six figures multiple times, which was a great cash infusion. And then we we took on some debt debt equity as well because I really didn't want to bring on uh, mainstream investors. And, you know, I, I, in one of my previous startups, uh, I brought on VCs and raised uh, close to 10 million uh, for it. Mm -hmm. And it was a disaster in the end. It, and it was, you know, when you take money from VCs, their goals are not your goals. Yeah. Right. And so that that's part of like the name book, like a boss is that we want to be bosses of our own destiny. And in fact, we didn't take any investment money until we were already making money. That was one of the um, conditions I, I put on, on taking money. Because I've been down the, the route before about taking investing money, investors' money, and when an investor invests with you, you know you have to treat it more important than your own funds, right? You have to, you know, and so you never want to lose an investor's money. So I said this time, when we if we take money from book like a boss, it's going to be already generating revenue. It's not just some idea, but something that people love, use, and are making money with. And um, it, it took us a year and a half from the time we started developing before uh, we actually took in that 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 first investment. So like, uh, you know, like an organization like Tiny Seed, are they, and I think they are, they're like a stepping stone. They expect you to 
be that tiny seed, but then get to your pre-seed and then take your seed and then to your series A, series B, and maybe go that VC route. It's hard to find investors, um, angel investors that just, you know, are looking to make, you know, what we're looking to do is to create a cash cow to build it up as, as, as big as we possibly can. Can Book Like a Boss be a billion dollar company? Can it be a, a unicorn? I think that the potential is there. Do I want to be running the team that gets it to that space? That I don't know. That's a question I ask myself and, and, and my partner. Because, yeah, we could, you know, I don't want to, we only have one life to live, right? And, you know, I have nine kids. I have an amazing wife. And, you know, my community life is extremely important to me. And so do I want to manage a 300-person team? Do I want to, uh, you know, uh, do I want to have that pressure from from investors that have poured millions and millions of dollars into you? Not necessarily, right? So I, I but I want to create something that actually helps people and it helps them earn an income, whether it's a side hustle or, or full-time income. I want to take pride in, in, in helping people do that. And I do want to make as much money as possibly can, but my goal isn't necessarily to be uh, a billion-dollar company. Nice. Perfect. Well, we're at the uh, close of our time here. Um, no, but, but, oh, no, but we, for the for, for the podcast part. Yeah, for, for, for the uh, podcast. Okay. But we do have bonus content. So uh, if you're up for it, Nathan, will you hang around for another 15 minutes and do do a little Absolutely. more chatting with Absolutely. us for, for bonus content? Awesome. Um, uh, before we head out, Nathan, can you let people know how they can find out more about you and what you're up to? Sure. Obviously, uh, definitely check out booklikeaboss.com. Um, the best way is sign up for a 14 day free trial. And of course, if you think that we're like Calendly, go to notcalendly.com to see how we're <laughs> notcalendly.com. Um, you can find me on link, LinkedIn. Um, and I, do you guys know we, we have a special offer for your listeners? Is it, is it, can I? No, I didn't know, but um, please tell, tell, and I'll make sure it's all in the show notes. Okay, fantastic. So when you guys check us out, and uh, if you want to upgrade to a paid plan, just use coupon code WPTONIC, W-P-T-O-N-I-C, and we're going to give you 25% off of any annual or monthly plan because we love your audience and we love you guys. And, you know, I think uh, it's just a, a big fit with probably people that listen to this podcast. Yeah, I think it is. And I will personally recommend the product because it's used on the WPTONIC website and I've been really delighted with it over the years. So, Awesome. Uh, Jonathan, how can people learn more about you? Um, just go to the WP Tonic website. Look at all the other great guests we've had, the knowledge that we've shared in the WordPress SaaS community. I can say we're up to 665 episodes. We've had some great interviews. And also join us on the Roundtable show every Friday where, where we have a panel of WordPress and technology experts. And we have great fun taking the mickey out of some of the biggest names in tech, which is just delicious listeners and viewers. Uh, um, back over to you, Stephen. Perfect. Thanks, Jonathan. Um, please join us on the WP Tonic Mastermind Facebook group. Um, you can find out what we're all about and everything that's going on. Um, and you can watch the bonus content, which we're heading to right now. So uh, you can watch the bonus content on the Facebook group and also the YouTube channel. Thanks for tuning in. See you all next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the WP Tonic Podcast, the podcast that gives you a dose of WordPress medicine twice a week. 